Welcome to Here and Now podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophia. We bring you the stories, the heart, and the humor needed for this journey called life. Join us each week to hear the conversations of a mom, that's me, and a daughter, that's me, and the stories of where others hear God's voice as he brings truth, beauty, and good in their lives right now. This is Here and Now Podcast. Sophia, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, wait, let's welcome our our listeners to the <laughs> episode 124 of the Here and Now podcast. We are literally pulling together a podcast because we had like this little, I don't know, window small piece of time. Window Remember? is the word I'm looking for of time. As I'm looking out the window, you think I know that? Yeah, because yeah, we just life is just crazy this week. Anyway, yeah. So the Phillies won yesterday. Let's I am go. Right. So our fills are in the World Series. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw the picture of Sophia and Ian watching <laughs> Phillies from a little screen. I guess in Ohio, they don't have television. I'm not really sure what that problem no, is. No, let's tell the actual story. Like, I don't is. really know the story. I just know you <laughs> sent me a, somebody sent me a picture of the two of you watching this cute little screen of on the edge of your seat when they were about to win the yeah. Series, yes. Well, it's yesterday was Sunday. Well, as we were recording us yesterday was Sunday, and we went out to get lunch or dinner, and every single TV in Pittsburgh is filled with Pittsburgh sports or Ohio sports. There's no Philadelphia sports on TV, and the Eagles weren't playing yesterday, thank the Lord. So we just decided to pull up the Phillies game on Ian's phone and just we're watching that I mean it was like pretty monumental I guess my little brain didn't quite realize that like if we won we would be in the world series so I was like oh it's just another game no problem Ian's like you don't understand (laughs) the gravity of this game I mean he's just on the edge of his seat he's shaking he's like I can't even eat I'm so nervous I was like okay let's not waste the food that I just bought you but let's actually you know watch the game and when I guess that picture was taken, I guess that was when I kind of realized, oh, shoot, this game is like a really, really big deal. This um, means they're in the World Series if yeah, they win this. This yeah. means business. And I saw my friend today who's an Astros fan, and I was like, don't even talk to me. Like, yeah, I I'm heard that story. Too Ian nervous. Told me. <laughs> I'm too nervous to know what's going to happen in the next few weeks. But I do know that <laughs> the World Series games will be played every day except Thursday, which is with an Eagles play. So I feel like our loyalty and the Eagles play. Good. The Eagles are playing against the Houston football team what that night. Are the chances? I know. What are the chances? <laughs> I know. I think I, I think I'm ac- accurate about that from what Ian told me, which is you know it Insane. starts. Friday. You guys are home for fall break and. It could not be better timing. And I'm so excited. I was like, you know what? We haven't won a game in like 12 or 14 years, however long. 2008. 2008. So it's been 14. Your your sister was born. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, this has to happen. And my friend was like, well, the Orioles haven't won in 40 years. I was like, just let me have my moment. Okay. This is just a really good team. (laughs) They're really, they're just a, yeah. It's fun. So I'm hey, excited. <laughs> kind of like the excitement of when the Eagles won that year, you know? And oh, so, much so fun. good. Yeah. Yes. So good. But okay. that was not what we came here to talk about. We did not come to talk about that. We came to talk because if you are all over the, the airways of people, you know that we talk about saints, right? You know uh, that. We, wow. Yeah. Right. Our saint chasers actually is the end of this little podcast that we do every week. We have some you know, thoughts about what saints are chasing us each week. And given the fact that on November 1st is all Mm -hmm. saints day, which 
I guess we would probably have a podcast airing on November 1st, but yeah, we do, but oh, well, yeah. oh, well, well, we can, we, we can do part two of this, but yeah, we just had this idea of, first of all, doing a recap of some of the St. Chasers that some of our guests have. So this will be yeah. a little bit of Sophia and I talking, and then a little bit of people sharing about where our saints come in and, you know, maybe some of our past guests and how the saints, you know, some of their favorite saints who chase them or whatever. But today we just wanted to share a little bit about what or who is a saint, right? Yeah. Just before we get into the, the, the little recap that we thought would be appropriate for you guys, since our calendars are a little bit full this week. For sure. Yeah. Cause we're working on a lot of stuff for Advent. We're working on some stuff for the shop. Speaking of <laughs> Sophia will post a picture of us with me wearing my saint shirt that we love. I have the long sleeve version on, but we have a short yeah. sleeve version and I think we have a sweatshirt in the, in the shop too, but a saint isn't somebody who's better than you or I, right? I mean, it's not. Yeah. And it's funny because yesterday's homily, yesterday's gospel, I should say, was this whole idea of being better than thou, holier than thou. Ah. And mm-hmm. how the Pharisee was like, well, I go to mass or I do this and I do that. And the tax collector is this guy who sins, but he's not necessarily admitting to the things that make him better than the Pharisee. And essentially the parable was that, well, he will be rewarded greater than you, even though you're doing all these things, he's not making it his selling point. So that's kind of what the saints are like. They're not these holier than thou people. Yeah. They're people that aren't always good. They're not, and they're not people that who are never afraid of things. They're not, I mean, I think of St. Augustine because he had this great conversion finally after such a shady and shifty past, even when he (laughs) had his conversion. I think mm-hmm. that he was still making decisions. What did we say? Like every other sinner, he still made yeah. some bad decisions. And, you know, even though he's trying to walk a path and struggled with that, I mean, you think about the late, have I loved you quote that he comes up with, you yeah. know, like he really fought to, to get to a, a better path. I mean, and he's such a great model with him being a doctor of the church and, mm-hmm. um, but he isn't, the saints aren't necessarily people that didn't have, you know, some struggles that that, and sometimes those saints are the ones, those, those people who became saints because of through their struggles and their bad decisions and how they had conversions, they actually become a great model for us to learn how to walk through life because they exactly. have this idea that life is more than just what, like there's more to life than what we think. If you, if yeah. you will. If they know there's something greater than what is just right in front of us. And I think that that idea really is a great model. Like we have heroes and, and people that we can look up to like some of our great baseball players. Right. But when you think about it, a great baseball player, who's also somebody who's a very holy person, great baseball, football, basketball, whoever those people are, you think about um, how they had conversions and they became somebody, you know, that people want to look up to, not just because they were great at the sport that they, that they perfected, if you will. Right. I mean, because we have great sportsmen, Maybe I'm thinking of a specific football player who doesn't really have the greatest personality per se either. And he mm-hmm. doesn't do great things per se, you know, even though he's a great athlete, but the, the holy, the people who are striving to love well, to do things for others, you know, in service to others, you know, even if yeah. they're a great sportsman, but they also give back to the community and do things for others in their, whatever mm-hmm. foundations they come up with. I mean, you know, that that's a small part of it, but I just think the saints yeah. are these spiritual brothers and sisters that have walked paths that, you know, toward holiness that we really can learn from, you know? Mm -hmm. 
maybe somebody yeah. like a St. Teresa Lusso, you know, her family all really were struck with a lot of health issues and, you know, they're a family of saints. I mean, that book that I have, you know, of their family where, you know, mm -hmm. they, they really fought through a lot of hardships to, to come to holiness. Think about St. Gianna, you know, she made a choice about life or death for her child over herself. And, you know, that child is still living who happens to be praying for your dad. And we're hoping that her own father becomes a saint someday. I mean, it's just such a beautiful thing to yeah. learn from these saints. Yeah. And I think the cool thing about them is that they weren't born <laughs> to be divine, if that makes sense. And a lot of people often can confuse that with things like saints are completely human and it's just not until they get to heaven that we recognize them as this divine person. It's really how they're living their lives on the daily and how they're struggling and, and actually how they're coping with those struggles that makes them a saint. And one of the things that's the biggest misconception is that when someone is in heaven, they are a saint. Heaven is the equivalent of being a saint and they just might not be someone that we know or like one of the, you know, thousands of saints that we recognize on a daily basis. And, but everybody who is in heaven is a saint. And I think that is just really, really cool. So you're striving for sainthood. You're striving for heaven. It's, it's the same thing. Um, you just may not yeah. have gone through a formal process to become for labeled sure. a saint. Exactly. Yeah. Because of all the things that occur in the church to get to that point, it's not even just like this flippant, yeah, you become a saint, right? Yeah. We yeah. do become a saint if we know we're in heaven and there's just certain things to show that the process of sainthood, I mean, and I know if we can go back to listen to Jen's podcast yes. episode, it, you know, we can learn a little bit more about it. And maybe there's some good people that we can bring into the fold in yeah. the future and talk a little bit more about it. Maybe we'll have somebody on Saint on All Saints Day. That could be a great <laughs> episode. Yeah. So yeah, and I think like the cool thing too, and is that these saints often record their works. I you know think of Saint Augustine as the biggest example of that. Is his book, The Confessions. You're really seeing the struggle that he has in his life, kind of after he converted, and he's he's going back and and retelling that story of the time he was a child. He literally described what it was like for him to be a baby and how he thought it was a sin because he was crying and always wanting his mom and, and that kind of thing. So it's a really, really interesting story to read kind of his life and his downfall. Um, and then his eventual conversion to Catholicism. But I think people have a lot of struggle relating to saints because we don't have very many modern day saints that we know about. I mean, you know, St. Jana, Blessed Carlo, Blessed Pierre Giorgio, like there are modern day saints, but there's just not people who are living right now that are struggling with the same things that we are. I agree with that. And I think, you know, like St. Pope John Paul II is mm -hmm. another, I mean, he's modern day to us in right. some ways, you know, but I feel like because he was also a Pope and had yeah. so much, much more of a, you know, position in the church and in his holiness, I think it's hard for people to see themselves you know, comparatively to a person yeah. like him. Right. So, you know, he's, he's such a spiritual father to so many people. And I, I think I mentioned to you that I was reading something Susan H husband wrote today about how, you know, just the way that he spoke to so many people and we have a, you know, our good friend Janine that we always talk about and, mm -hmm. you know, JP too, and that's her name, JP, right? <laughs> JP too. And also too, she, <laughs> 
talks about so many beautiful things that she has learned from him and, you know, about just the human dignity of people, you know, and I think that, you know, I know there's, there's a slew of people that question whether, you know, he's a modern day stain or we're modernists because we believe in him, whatever the case is, he was still a Pope. He was still, you know, canonized a saint. And I know a lot of people who look to him and, and love the, the beauty of how he transformed because of what he believed in and how he spoke for God. He transformed a lot of hearts and he brought a lot of hearts to, you know, some beautiful things. I think somebody had mentioned along the way when he was away or when he was doing a talk down in in Texas, Arizona, I think it was Texas. Maybe it was a world world youth day or something and how things just kind of like cataclysmically changed over time after he was there because it really just opened a lot of hearts up to, you know, how we spoke to him. And I think about what Susan wrote in her post and we can link that in here. Mm -hmm. Um, And hi, Susan, if you're listening, Um, (laughs) we can link that below, but you know how his words can just speak so beautifully to others. And the same with any of them. Like when I read things about St. Francis of Assisi or St. Francis de Sales book, I love the, you know, intro to devout life. I mean, like that feels like who devout life. I'm not capable of that, but everybody is if they, if they make those choices, you know, one, this quote that I have from this cute little saint book that we're we are talking stories of the saints. Again, I will link it below. It's kind of mm-hmm. a picture book story. And it says, they tell us that when people stand up for justice or, or mercy or love, they may see miracles, but they may find themselves in moral da- mortal danger or both. But these stories also tell us that when we take a stand or we are not alone, God, full of love, the power of the heart of the universe is with us. And no matter how flawed or frightened we feel, and when we let the courage of faith transform us, the whole world can be transformed too. I mean, that's the idea mm-hmm. of a saint, you know, that people on earth are doing that, right? There's people that who are living around us and among us that are doing that now. And, you know, you wonder about a person like Gianna Emanuela, or, I mean, mm-hmm. I could, there's probably a whole bunch of people that we could reference that are living saints right now. Yeah. And it will take forever before we, they are recognized as yeah. saints in the church or when they get to heaven, because you, you know, that they're living saints by the way that they, by virtue of how they live. And, yeah. but the saints in heaven are there now. And we talk about how they're not muddied in the water of the intention behind what, what they do yeah. in life. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like having a friend pray for you. I mean, it's just one more prayer warrior in heaven for you and I think we can dive deeper into this in another episode but one point to emphasize on All Saints Day to not confuse about Souls Day is that when a person dies they do not become an angel they become a saint (laughs) if they go to heaven of course right right angels are a completely different species than a human being and a human cannot be elevated to an angel status it's almost as if angels are just this terrestrial spiritual being that we can never become and there's just so much theology and science religion science behind that i guess that we can go deeper into but just kind of keeping that and referencing that is that we do not become angels we become saints and that is the goal is we want to be a saint never becoming an angel amen (laughs) amen so we're gonna let the saints chasers for the last few things come out and talk and then we'll 
we'll come back at the end and we'll talk about our Saint Chaser for this week. And so that we can get you to listen all the way through because I think yes. it's fun to hear what other what other saints people have been touched by. So let's get into that. Yes. So Kat, who is a saint that has been chasing you this week? Oh, well, how long has this week been? Because <laughs> I think I'd have to say St. Faustina yeah. has been chasing me a little bit because, you know, her feast day was a couple days ago. And I've been trying to get to know her a little bit more. So like Divine Mercy Chaplet, and we had our, our mass yesterday. We had Divine Mercy Sundays after mass. Or we yes. Had ice cream course. Sundays. <laughs> Which is great. And so perfect. I've heard I've heard a lot of a lot of talk about her in recent months. And I think she's just tapping me on the shoulder and just inviting me to to get to know her better. So yeah. And I could Love hear her. you singing like a divine mercy traplet is, you know, that, that cool. would be a really beautiful thing. That was, yeah, that, that would be cool. My mom, my mom asks me to do that all the time. She goes to she goes to one on Fridays that they do at my church. She's like, you need to do this. <laughs> and then you can sing part of it, which is really cool. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's so fun. Sophia, who is your saint for the week? We always go back and forth. And Sophia sometimes says, I know, I, I have no idea. And she probably doesn't right now, right? I think that I'm going to go back to who I said two weeks ago was St. Joan of Arc. So on campus, we have households and kind of like holy fraternity and sororities, as one of the friars says. And I'm in Angel's. And one of our household patrons in St. Joan of Arc. So I'm going to go with her this week. Mm-hmm. Nice. Interesting. And I'll have to say St. Gianna Mola has been sort of stalking around us a lot. And part of that is because we're praying through the intercession of the hopeful intercession of her husband, Pietro Mola, that we're trying to have bring intercession for John's healing from his mm-hmm. cancer journey. And it, she's just been everywhere we turn. I mean, things fall out of books that are there and there she is again. And, you know, obviously I'm more in tune with it because I have a friend who runs the sisterhood of the traveling relics for St. Gianna ministry, but it just Mm -hmm. seems so much that she's really trying to let me know that she's bringing prayers to, you know, the foot of the water. Oh no, right. got a big St. Gianna on my water bottle that you see and you're like i couldn't wait to show that see she's right there yeah there's a little one for you you said things are falling out of books and stuff there's, there's another one. we're showing us up on the cups of our guests that might be where we need to take a picture and show that right now i love it that's so yeah. fun where do i send that to my friend because actually a fr- my friend jen who's been praying this with us she got a message that a friend another instagram friend is actually at the tomb of pietro mola and saint gianna and she sent pictures today from Italy to us. And Gianna Mola, Gianna, excuse me, Gianna Emanuela, their daughter is praying at her dad's tomb every day for my husband too, which has been really, wow. just, I know. Wow. <laughs> I know. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have two rosaries coming back from Italy that have been on the property of where they, you know, both are buried and it's just so beautiful the way yeah. that this the body of Christ is reaching us all throughout this entire journey of, of brain cancer. So who is your saint for this week, Lisa? Oh gosh. I, I think St. Therese is back out of my tail now. You know, we are about to have her feast day, October 1st here. Yes. And 
Yeah. So this is the, we have a free download for anybody who wants it on littlewithgreatlove.com slash shop. You can go pick up a free St. Therese download of her novena. Her, yeah, I would just say when I was at Franciscan, there was a lot of strong spirited women that ended up in my household, little flowers. And we would tell each other, well, she didn't call us here because we are little. She called us here because we need to learn how to be little. So that's, that's the one who's coming back to me. I do have a big kind of strong will. I've got my own plans that can be very (laughs) stubborn. And I think that St. Therese always reminds me of the beauty of littleness of being a victim of love, of allowing the Lord to kind of just, you kind of climb up into his arms and you just allow your kind of your weakness and your helplessness to just rest with him. And you don't think that you've got to strive or you got to plan or you got to forge the path or you got to hustle harder, but it's just kind of climbing up into the Lord's heart, which we have a devotion to the sacred heart, a little with great love and just allowing him to love you and use you just who you are and how you are. Mm. Back to St. T. Yeah, that <laughs> you would definitely be my saint for the week too. Probably teetering close to St. Francis of Assisi. I don't know. I mean, his feast is coming up and Franciscans in my view on the campus, maybe this coming week, but we'll see. But I'm thinking about that. The line that I wrote is something like what you were saying, like you let go so that we can. So I was talking about all the things that we were trying to think about, we were going to be doing at this time last year. And really, you know, that was not the case because John was in rehab, you know, inpatient for a month as the season, our favorite whole season, like Sophia knows this is the season of all the things, you know, we're coming off of the sort of crazy part of the pandemic where no one would, you know, being together and and we kind of had to still kind of have a cocoon around our world a little bit to protect John's, you know, just his peace a little bit. And while he was in rehab and then when he came home, because all of his day was surrounding therapy, 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 and there wasn't a lot of time left in his day to have any kind of communication, much less do anything but sleep. So it was just, we had to let go of our holiday season of sorts in so many ways, you know, when we really want to hold on to every memory because, you know, you don't know what the next day is. You know, so we really had to keep our hands free so that we could just embrace those smaller moments, you know, let go of the big things, let go of the vision and the expectation so that we can embrace the small moments and really just capture them and to look back and go, wow, you know, like when we walked on the beach this year, when we were walking off the sand, I said, did you think? And he said, never thought, you know, that he would be doing that. Never thought that he walked 20 minutes on a treadmill the other day, you know, and like, these are just just, just one step at a time, you know, and even if there were moments when it was uncomfortable for others, we just had to embrace, this is what he needed at the time. And there's no regret because that's, look how far he's come, you know? Yeah. So Sophia, you're saint for the week. If you have one, she laughs every time. This is her, her instant response is a laugh. (laughs) Oh wait, she looks like she might have it. (laughs) Yeah. I think I do this time. Yeah. The St. Chases are always so hard for me. I'm just like, my goodness, who is it this week? But I intended to Regina Angelorum two weeks ago now, and they actually decorated my door last night to my surprise. And they actually put like, they there's a lot of things out there. It looks like an arts and crafts explosion, but they put a little sign on there of all of our household saints and our, one of our saints is St. Joan of Arc. So I'm actually going to go with her this week. 
Yes. Whoa. She's a biggie. She's a biggie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. A good one. <laughs> yeah. I was, you, Sophia sent me a picture last night of that. And I like Joan of Arc, you had that note in it. I'm like, hmm. yeah. So that our four household saints, St. Michael, the Archangel, of course, were the angels, St. Patrick Pio, St. Maximilian Colby, and St. Joan of Arc. So we have really, really good household saints. Amy, who is a list of your board of directors of saints. I mean, do you have. <laughs> Well, I know you said St. Therese already. Yeah, St. Therese, Mother Teresa, Padre Pio, St. Catherine Drexel. Yeah, those are four. Is there somebody this week in general or in the last? Padre Pio, ever since I started blogging, it was so weird. Once I started blogging and there was an Amy in California that was young, much younger than me. And she was like the Catholic movie blogger or something. And she sent me a message on Facebook. She said, Padre Pio wants, I don't know, he wants to get a hold of you. And I thought, this is super weird. <laughs> like, what? And then after that, I met this girl in church at my parish. She was, she was by herself in church. And anytime I see someone by themselves in church, I like feel bad for them. Cause I remember when I was single and I would go to church by myself and all the homilies were about like families and stuff. And like, it just was very isolating. So I saw her and I'm older, but I think that I'm still 25. So I think I'm everybody's age. And I started talking to her afterwards. And I said, we do this prayer wine chocolate rosary group. You know, you should come with us. And I convinced her to come with me. She, her name's Asunta Fergione and she's related to Padre Pio. She lives in our parish. That is amazing. So if you know Padre Pio's last name is Fergione, like yes. it was her. yes. He's like her great, great uncle or something like great, great. Yeah. So I was like, wow. And I just watched that interview with, how do you say his name? Shia Shia. And, mm-hmm. and Bishop Barron. That interview was amazing. Mm. There's so much we could just talk about with how God works. And yeah, it was, if you didn't watch it, it was, it was such a good interview. And Padre Pio is just one of my favorites too. He's yeah. Yeah. And then we did one of the prayer wine chocolate retreats. I didn't even know there was a Padre Pio shrine in Pennsylvania until a couple of years ago. And we did one of our retreats there. And I just love his serve the Lord with laughter is one of his things. Pray hope and pray hope and don't worry. It's just things that I need to hear. Mm. Yeah. I think that my saint for this week is not a saint. It's an angel. I think I'm going to go with St. Michael the Archangel this week as my saint chaser um yeah just lots of things around campus and just lots of people there i'm like just you know talk to the angels too so i think i'm gonna have him as mine this week so now i'm back on the spot aren't i sorry Um, yeah i'm really not going to be able to give you a specific saint for my my saint because of my because we are doing a little bit of uh, prep work for stuff that we're doing for abby fest and i might actually say the writer in me actually could probably go back to my buddy, St. Paul, right? Because I'm doing some things about writing, but I'm also bringing some of my photography into this thing that I've been trying to do for a long time. And um, so I'm kind of combining the two things together. So whatever saint is out there who's really creative and is trying to capture my attention, that's who it is. And maybe St. Veronica is the patron saint of photographers, right? Mm, that could be her then. We'll have to see because <laughs> I, so I, 
I don't know. I'm just all over the place right now. I didn't know you were a photographer. Well, I was a self-taught photographer, but I was going to go to the art school, art institute. My my dad bought my first LR, it was not a digital, back when I was like 14 years old because he knew I loved it. And I submitted some photography, you know, did some fa- family portraits. Never in a million years would I ever do a wedding. <laughs> For never, 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 but a lot of family portraits more, I would say I didn't want to deal with websites. So I kind of just took pictures and then gave the access to people. It was a gift, but more now I'm trying to take it into more of a creative avenue of using my art in a different way. So with words, so some things are kind of brewing and we'll see how they go. And I had a photographer friend who I shared some things I'm doing with her about two weeks ago, and she was beyond excited for me. So that was kind of a great affirmation. You know, I, I didn't remember you were doing this, you know, she knew I was taking some pictures over the years. And um, ironically, often I've had people who have family members that were in a state of life where they would say, could you come take pictures just in case? And so like, that is such a tender time, obviously, Mm -hmm. because there's emotion surrounding that. And several friends who I have done that for one was for a family where their father was much older and, you know, not too long after that he passed away. And so now we have these great pictures from this family, you know, that they were able to capture of everybody together, even though he was quite comically grumpy the day that we were taking (laughs) these pictures. (laughs) Understandably, he wasn't feeling awesome, but the, the family that we were with, turns out there were different connections. And one of the boys ended up being in my son's class and like, wait, how do you, you know, so it was all these mm-hmm. kind of, you know, kind of moments of connections that came together. But at one moment I was able to get the dad to laugh and, or the grandfather dad. And everyone was like, how did you even do that? But it was just a moment That's where awesome. God's just giving me this grace. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Jeff, we always ask as a little thing, if there is a saint that has been maybe chasing you as, or that you look to maybe this week alone, or like in general, that sort of inspires you or has been some, you know, as we say, tapping on your shoulder, chasing you if you're along the way in life, is there some saint or sometimes even a Bible verse that kind of brings you forward in life or connects you back to, you know, who you are often. Yeah. So our family, we have in our, our daily prayers, we, we go through a, a list of our saints, so to speak, the ones that we kind of are connected to the most and, and pray to with a certain degree of frequency. I will say the one that hasn't necessarily been stalking me, but maybe I've been stalking him is, you know, I'm a big fan of St. Giuseppe Muscati. So he's an Italian doctor. Certain illnesses among friends and family, you know, he he's our go-to for intervention when, when it comes to the health of our friends and family. So I, you know, I've been doing some stalking of him lately and and he's as always very receptive. So mm. we're gonna have to look uh, him up that's... a little bit more about him, Sophia. Jennifer, who is chasing you this week? I feel like it's an obvious answer, but maybe not. <laughs> is it St. Gianna chasing me this week? She's always chasing me. She's always right. after me. But no, I'd say St. John Neumann from St. John Neumann because somebody sent me a first-class relic in the mail of him. And then 
your mom told me that they were going to go to the shrine. She, she wrote a quote about him. So I feel like he might be my Saint stalker. <laughs> he is. And I was like, oh my gosh, I must feel like St. John is too. But St. Saint, Saint John Neumann is literally, I told you, he keeps dropping out of my Bible. And then yeah. something else that John and I said, what the was hollow app? Oh, that's right. I told you about the Hallow app yeah. and on the way home from the appointment. I said, well, I think we're going to go to the shrine. You know, we like to visit the shrines often around here. There's so many beautiful ones. And, and when we get home that night on the Hallow app, I needed something to just kind of bring some peace. And the saint of the day on yeah. July 8th was yeah, saint yeah. John Neumann. Come on. Well, that's a little, that's not it was even so funny because when I got the relic and you were telling me about him, I was like, I was so tempted to mail it to you. And then I was like, no, it's Pietro's turn. You already are up there. Like, I, 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 I know. And I thought of that too. And I'm like, yeah. especially now that you're saying, no, I want to keep this. Yeah. I, we just need to keep this linear. Yeah. Right? No, and, I totally was going to send it to you. And then I was like, no, it's got to stay. Cause I knew of, you know, the other thing that happened with the other two relics simultaneously praying to, to for the intercession of two saints. So I was like, Pietro's, it's Pietro's we're, we're, we're sticking with you, Pietro. <laughs> and I told you too. I mean, we'll just say the adorable thing about St. Gianna that uh, my friend, I, I told you the story that this Friday night when we were praying and she finally got on social media and she's a friend that works out at St. at Franciscan. She said, she, do you know, I had dinner with her. And then she sends me the picture of her with yeah. and the whole connection with that. And earlier in the day, before she read the social media stuff about the, you know, the prayers, she, she the person who was connected to her texted her out of the blue and she hadn't talked to her in a long time. <laughs> and oh she said, I, right. I, she That's says, I thought that was absolutely confirmation of the right time for this prayer to be going up. Right. So, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so good. But all those confirmations are, are always beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I'm sticking with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking what with about him. you, Sophia? I think St. Benedict this week, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that his feast, his feast is coming up and I don't know why it hasn't really occurred to me, but I always struggle. That is my like recurring thing on this podcast. I can never remember who my saint is for the week, but every night on the Howl app, they have like a 35 second prayer and it's St. Benedict's uh, prayer of protection. Oh, nice. It is so beautiful. And I just, I listen with Jonathan Rumi's voice and it's just like, puts me right to sleep. I was like, <laughs> right, I feel really good. Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good to sleep now. Yes. But yeah. I just, I love him so much. And just his Benedictine rule has made a lot of impact in like my studies in the last awesome. year. It's not yeah. very academic. Tammy, so a saint that has been chasing after you this week or one that you hope will chase after you in the future. So I know you mentioned St. Joseph, but is there anybody else that is kind of chasing after your heart this week? Hmm. Or recently oh, at all, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I think, oh, I, I know that's so I've been thinking a lot about St. John Amola, I think has been hmm. chasing. Hmm after me this week yeah maybe this month i'll take it for the whole month (laughs) um and and just the i just had some quote i don't have any i wish i could share them just some quotes from her 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 single-mindedness is just so Mm -hmm. inspiring to me you know working mom that kind of thing so she gets that so yeah that's 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 who the, the thing she's I'm, a good one she's one that's chasing me hopefully she's chasing me <laughs> i'm chasing her so that's <laughs> good too that works. <laughs> be inspired how about you sophia yeah, yeah. uh i think mm-hmm. saint thomas more this mm-hmm. week 
Yeah, it's one of the names of our dorm buildings on campus. And I've always just admired his dedication and determination in his work. And everybody who listens to this podcast knows I'm very bad at St. Chasers. I never really know who my person is until I'm actually recording. I'm like, oh, that's who it is. So it just came to me two minutes ago. So St. Thomas Morris is my page I saved this week. Hmm. What about you, mom? Well, I've been... I've been um, stuck on this one for a month and it's going to just keep continuing, but it's um, (laughs) the uh, queen of saints, (laughs) Miss Mary, Mama Mary has been just, you know, she's just been somewhat present in a lot of ways and just motherhood for me. And, you know, we'll be coming up on a year of my own mom passing, you know, in a couple of weeks and just how so many ways that Mary shows up and mothers us through other people that she sends our way. And I just think that I I didn't always as a convert know so many things about her, but she certainly has made herself so, so near to me. That's, you know, and I'm grateful for that. Who is chasing you? Which saint is chasing you this week? And it's been really prevalent in your life. Or lately. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that, you know, because that, that's something, you know, being coming from kind of more of a, an uneducated Catholic or an uncatholic, whatever we call it, you know, just not, right. I didn't have a lot of knowledge about saints and things like that until I started doing this, you know, then I'd encounter. So, okay. So there's, there's a couple of saints actually. And it's funny. I, I consider it. They might not consider it. Funny. I think. <laughs> so I, 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 I have, I, 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 I don't know about you guys. If it's sometimes, you know, sometimes I, I, I'll, I'll ask, you know, like I'll pray the rosary. I try to pray the rosary every day. And when I pray the rosary, at the end of it, I try to, well, in the morning, I, I try to thank various or ask certain saints to pray for me. You know, that list, at first it was like four, then it was 400. And then it just became too unwieldy. And I was like, we're just going to go like all saints, please pray. And then of course it, it grew back up again, you know, it started, then it was like 50 or whatever. But the thing is, then I started being more selective, just careful about, you know, like, Anyway, this is ridiculous logic. So there were two saints in particular, particular this year in particular, where that have had a profound um, impact on life that's going on. Blessed Carlo Acutis and Blessed Michael McGivney. And Blessed Michael McGivney, the thing is, I, I've, you know, I, 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 this started, I guess, a year ago with Blessed Michael McGivney, because I had heard that he was going to be beatified. And I was like, he's the founder of the Knights of Columbus. And I, when I heard about it, I was like, I remember COVID was happening. Everything's kind of locked down and stuff. And I was like, wow, you know, that, that's probably going to be an incredible event and all this other kind of stuff. But and it, I heard about it, but it was actually no event, you know, because they're it locked down. You know, nobody was congregating. So I, I'm sitting there, but at the same time, I kind of included him in my saints. And I was like, you know, I just was kind of like, you know, if you could, I forget what I was praying for, whatever intercession. And all of a sudden my phone rings. Well, yeah, I think it was my phone, literally. And it was the this, this Supreme Council of Knights of Columbus. And they're like, uh, Jeff, would you be interested in coming up to cover the beatification of Blessed Michael McGivney? I was like, would I? I was like, goodness gracious, yes. So, you know, and it was just like, it, it was so funny because it's like, he it came on my radar like a couple of weeks earlier, you know, started, you know, just kind of like dialoguing a little bit. And then all of a sudden that, Blessed Carlo Acutis also, and this was, he, you know, they, basically I was, um, you know, I, 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 you know, computers and stuff and young guy and, you know, potentially a patron. I mean, I was having this debate with somebody about whether he would be the patron saint of the internet or if it's still going to be St. Isidore because right. St. Isidore was a, a, a bishop, you know, it's like, I mean, 
you know, from a long time ago. I think, you know, plus anyway. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so I, you know, but he's in my, my, because of, you know, how close he is just in, I don't know, familiarity with, you know, the, the, the things I do, you know, it's like computer stuff and web stuff and, you know, can't, you know, images. And then, you know, I kind of started, you know, asked, you know, just praying for his intercession on certain things. And then two days before his relic came to the United States, I got a call and this was from somebody who I never get a call from. Like it was like somebody way, way, way up the top. And they were like, Hey, would you be interested in coming up to cover this? And I was like, me, I was like, (laughs) sure I would. Yeah. And so I went to see that and I got to be there for the blessed, you know, for the the relic of him coming in. So I would say that it's like, it's really odd. Okay. It's like, it's like, there is a real relationship and there is a real communion of saints. And the thing is, is that I'm not saying you pray to a saint and ask him for, you know, like, it's not that it's about relationships. It's just like relationships with people. It's like, you know, you ask certain saints that you feel an affinity to, or maybe a connection to, or maybe you share something in common with them or, or, you know, they, you admire them for some reason, ask for their intercession for, you know, for them to, you know, intercede on, on your behalf or whatever, to pray for you, pray for certain intentions and it materially manifests in your life. It's like, it's not, it's, this is the beauty. It's like, you know, it, it's when you go all in, you know, in, in, in your faith, it's like, you know, the, the gifts and the wonders and, and the, the miracles that it's just like, it's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. It, you know, it it's like, it's really so beautiful. And I like you saying about a relationship because that's really, they want to have that. I, someone along the way said they're interested in connecting with you for whatever, whether it gets them closer to the seat of the, or the throne, whatever the case is. It just, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was telling Sophia on our Tuesday, yesterday's podcast or two days ago, whatever, last week's podcast, whatever it is, that w- recent one that we just did, we talked about St. Faustina was just, what? She was all over. I'm like, why do I keep seeing all this St. Faustina stuff? And mm-hmm. I was doing this Divine Mercy Novena that started last week and Divine Mercy Sundays, you know, right around yeah. here. And, and oh, St. Faustina and ironically, there's a little more to the story that the last time my mom passed away last May and the last conversation I had with her was on April 24th. And that is Sunday, Divine Mercy Sunday this year. Wow. And okay. I know there's some part of, you know, going through this process with my husband and my mom and all the timing of him having a new tumor show up. And then my mom passing all in the same kind of few weeks. I really probably have not fully grieved all of the year of my mom, but it just and but I know she's in a good place and it's it just feels like, hey, the last thing that I texted her were flowers. And that was last year, these yellow tulips when she always loved to garden with me and she was in lockdown in a nursing home. Mm. And she's like, What are you doing today? And I sent her these pictures and it was April 24th. So wow. I know. So it's just it's almost just a reminder to know like she's I feel like it's St. Faustina going, Your mom's okay. I got her, she's here, you know, and just Maybe that's just what I'm making up in my head, but it's just how I feel. Sometimes the saints bring us together with things like that when they're. Amen. Wow. Yeah. And Sophia, what about you? So if St. Faustina is still in my, in my radar here, that's (laughs) what I want to say. And how about you, Sophia? Do you have a saint that you're. Yeah, this every single week, I, I just, I struggle trying to figure (laughs) out who it is, but I think this week I'm going to go with our lady queen of peace every night in our dorm building at quiet hours, whether that's 11 or 12 o'clock on the weekends, um, our dorm will basically 
gather in the hallway and uh, sing and pray before we go to bed. And a resident assistants, you know, bless all of the doors with holy water. And we have a very big dorm, so that's very impressive. But every night they pray to Our Lady Queen of Peace. And this weekend, over Easter weekend, I had to make a big decision and I discerned the answer was no, which I kind of covered last week's podcast episode. But I felt so much peace and I was like, oh, okay, like Our Lady Queen of Peace. Sounds good to me. Beautiful. Um, so Beautiful. I, you know, sometimes she's chasing me, but then again, uh, like I know that when they sometimes they'll chase me from, you know, weeks behind, but then going forward, I'll also be paying more attention to them as well. Caroline, who has been chasing after you this week? I like St. Monica, you know, patron saint of mothers and praying for her son that was, you know, he didn't, you know, didn't want anything to do with the church and then becomes, you know, one of the greatest, you know, saints in the history of the Catholic church and her, um, I'm just trying to think of her quote. It said, I think she says, nothing is far away from God. Mm. And I've read that in two different ways this week. And in one respect, it was like nothing, even if it's small is far away from like God's heart for you. And then just kind of, you know, the idea of the whole, struggle in Ukraine. It's just, it's really, it's really hard to wrap your head around and the suffering and the struggle and just unexplained, how can this even be happening? But just that it's all very close to God's heart. So I think St. Monica this week, I don't know. She keeps coming around. I love her. I do love her. so great. She had a, she just was so, so. Well, disciplined and and faithful like i mean she just she was kept so faithful mm-hmm. she just kept showing up yeah uh-huh. so that i think saint monica and then i got a, I got a uh, a little package today and there was like one of those little keychains and it was saint anne i don't really know that much about saint anne i'm still learning i mean still learning she's about all girl. these girl <laughs> so i don't know i know she's i know she's jill's girl i know jill's saint anne is her person and so but i got this little keychain so i was thinking maybe I got to learn about St. Anne. I guess she's right. Jesus's grandma, technically, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah. something beautiful about grandmoms. Yeah. So, Sophia, who is your saint? Oh, let's see. My saint for the week. It's funny you say St. Anne. So here, Franciscan, I don't know if it's just a me thing or my dorm thing, but a lot of us are single and our prayer our prayer is St. Anne, St. Anne, find us a man. So (laughs) (laughs) so all of last semester, we had a little poster up on our wall that said, find us a man. And so far it hasn't worked, but that's okay. I'm not salty about that or anything, but (laughs) I, I don't know who my saint is for this week. I find that when this comes around, I like always forget chasing me this week, but I'll let mom take this one. I'll say St. Anne. Hopefully she'll, oh, wait, what the heck? I should know this. I've been praying to St. Therese. I just did a novena to her again. So I just started up. I'm a spouse today. It just comes to you after you realize how impactful somebody is in your day. Exactly. So I'm on day three of her novena today. So St. Therese, little flower. There we go. Little flower. Yeah. Mom, what about you? And I was going to quote and she's not my saint, but I was going to say that about St. Therese too, when you had mentioned about who did you just say in the, in, in heaven, how you would, she wanted to go to heaven and bring as many soul. Like, what was that quote that she said that she wanted to her, when she goes to heaven, she wanted heaven, to bring too many, right? right? So right. That, she, she's St. Therese is walking around us right now. I can feel her. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to, again, Mary has been 
since last week, we talked about this and I'm reading this little pamphlet, uh, Uniformity with God's Will from St. Alphonsus. And I opened this earlier today and I think yesterday, but to this end, here's a quote from it. We should always invoke the aid of our holy patrons, our guardian angels, and above all, our our mother, Mary, the most perfect of all saints, because she most perfectly embraced it. And I think that goes to speaks to a lot of what we talked about today that, you know, Mary was so, she was definitely somebody in my coming to the Catholic church that I didn't not understand. I just didn't, you know, the whole idea, like you said, Caroline of just is what, what's this idol? Like, and it, it, you know, because as in my Baptist walk, I think that, you know, my mom grew up with her father who was Catholic, but they were not practicing and her mother was not Catholic. And her, my mom was born on December 8th. So I always thought, why didn't they name you Mary? You know, because from the time I was very little, I always had this interest in the Catholic faith, probably from my grandfather's side who were Irish Catholic. And every time I stepped into a Catholic church, I was just in awe of beauty that came out of that church, you know, and, and the the windows and just the reverence that, you know, the few times that I was in those churches. So I think it's important to think that even, even I didn't know for a long time, like, wait, Mary's a saint, you know, but she is the queen of all saints that we talked about right. last week. Right. And right. when John and I took our little sneak away um, trip on Friday, you know, with the girls and I skipping out on his therapy, which today we th- found out from the therapist, they loved that we did that. They were not upset with us. <laughs> oh, good. But literally we were in the parking lot of the of the therapy outpatient building. And I said, Oh no, we're not doing this. And (laughs) they thought that was funny. That would probably wig out Sophia and you that my appointment was for 10 o'clock and at 10 one saying we're not coming, but it was just because it was just God saying you need to do something else for your husband Mm -hmm. and your kids today. And these appointments didn't matter. So we ended up going down to the beach in, in Cape May and um, standing in the church of our lady of the sea, Stella Maris, right mm-hmm. on the annunciation and wow we listened the to the creation on yeah well we listened to the whole consecration and the whole mass from rome all the whole ride down so that's what we did we listened to that mass so we got to hear you know and that whole mass was so beautiful out of out of the vatican with pope francis because they talk so much about confession in such a beautiful way that was so, I wish people would understand this, this is not a place. And he was really trying to articulate that. This is from obviously an interpreter. I did not understand Italian, but she was trying to understand, help you understand that this is, this is a gift. It's not a shameful moment. Right. Right. It's not a punishment. Yeah. Right. And I think that that is something that the more people lean into understanding that every time I've, I mean, and obviously there are people who've been in, in confessionals that have been sort of shaming and right. reprimanding, but I do believe that the church is trying to receive and they're, they're guiding their priest into receiving confession confessors. Now confessions in a much more open-minded way, you know, in the way right. that God would. Right. So I think. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think one thing, when you say Mary, I think the one thing when I really kind of look to her as a mother figure and somebody that had been when, when you realize that anything that you're feeling yourself, she's already felt it. I mean, there can be nothing harder than sitting at the foot of the cross, right. And watching your son die and, and, and tortured. And she knew that was coming. 
And she still said yes. And she still, she knew what was going to happen. And if you think about, you know, what's going to happen. And she still sat at the foot of that cross. Yep. You, there can't be anything as a mother that's too hard or too big or too scary that she can't bring comfort. And I think, I think that's, you know, I wish I had known that as a younger mother, but I'm so, so grateful that I have the gift of that now. And I'm going to be, a, my grandkids are going to adoration with me <laughs> because I never took my kids to adoration. You know, mm-hmm. I just didn't know. Well, you I didn't, didn't even know. know that was a thing. Right. And you didn't yeah. know. So what can you do to fault yourself when you didn't know? I mean, I think that there's another friend on Instagram that I chat with a lot about and probably, you know, Paige Ryan, right? That she, oh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. And I, but we didn't know. I mean, we've all, we all guilt ourselves, but what we didn't know, you know, I mean, there's so many right. things. Holy moly. When I had Sophia's co- communion, right, Sophia, I didn't even know. Cause I didn't have a communion the yeah. way that you know, so right. her communion was like, we barely picked out a dress. And it was also at the time when she was going through all her, in, you know, hearing loss stuff anyway. But then we picked out a dress, we got another dress and we were, it was this whole thing. And, and really it wasn't even about the dress. We know that. Right. But, but it just, what we learn in time and how it just, it just is so, there's so much to right. learn and know about the faith. And I don't feel right. like I'll ever know enough. And no, no, it's, no. it's, and I think one thing, if, if I could give advice to anybody in the church, especially anybody in the social media world, it's, there is no reason, there is no reason to do any type of comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, you can veil, you cannot, you can have 10 kids, you can have two kids, you can live on a farm, you can live in the city, you can do a holy hour, you can go to weekly mass. We're all the same children of God. And we're all doing our best. And we're all in the end, we're all trying to get to heaven. And we're all trying to become saints. And there is no one formula, right? And my and I think there's something that my husband always says that I think is very simple, but it's very helpful. When I say, Oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. And he goes, It's not heaven. This isn't heaven, right? And he always says, he's like, Caroline, but this isn't heaven. Like it doesn't all, it doesn't all get to work here. It doesn't all get to line up. Um, so yep. anyway, mm-hmm. I'm I learning. I'm learning. I got a lot to learn. I got a lot of books because every time these guests come on, I buy their book. I have so many books. <laughs> oh, so many books. So many books, but it's so, so beautiful. Many. And, and so if you're beautiful. like me, I read them and come back to them and quote them and come back to them, but it's the best, you know, God has me on a little scavenger hunt all the live long day. And we are back. So we hope you guys enjoyed the little recap of the last few episodes of our Saint Chasers from our guest. And so we got you to stay all the way to the end so you can hear our Saint Chasers for the week. So I guess I can start off first since I actually know who my Saint Chaser is <laughs> this week. <laughs> and if you funny. listen to these past ones, you'll know that she hardly ever remembers right away who it is. <laughs> See, that's just that's not, not how God works with me. I don't know. But I am going to go with St. Jude. So his mm. feast day is coming up on October 28th. And it's funny, St. Jude's patronage is of impossible causes. And sometimes I feel like my life is an impossible cause or I should say, certain situations in life in my life are impossible causes and so I've really been going to him for intercession and discernment of wills lately so I'm gonna say he's my chaser this week what about you mom so I am going to say ironically 
Our Lady of Lords, and mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm saying ironically, but I'm yeah. because <laughs> I'm thinking in my head before I actually speak. Ironically, it's because I was thinking about her. Ironically, <laughs> no. I was thinking about. How many times did you say ironically? Her. Take a I shot. <laughs> We're gonna just scrap that whole conversation. Um, I've been doing some cleaning up in the office, and here's where the ironically comes in: that somebody gave us a bottle of or a container of Our Lady of Lords water when they found out about Dad's cancer. 20 January 2021 she gave it to me and it lasted mm-hmm. a pretty long time. It's not there anymore and I just came yeah. upon it yesterday and so that she's in my head then something comes up yesterday oh I think maybe I was hearing about a baby and something about a St Bernadette relic that somehow through Jen another person was sending it to her and then finds out the baby's name is Lords and wow. They didn't even know when they were sending the relic that the baby's name was Lords. And I'll let you speak to why Bernadette and Lords, because you probably can speak that better than me. <laughs> but then this morning, somebody from, well, Caroline from Many Hill Marys asked me about going to Lords. And the, somebody, I guess the guest on their pod, on their prayer this morning was talking about going to Lords. So I feel like I got to be paying attention to Our Lady of Lords. And yes, you do. Yeah. And ironically, here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> on October 25th last year, I was at our miraculous metal shrine locally. Yes. So the day this is airing is, um, yeah, it is the wow. day a year later from going there. And that was like a monumental day for me because of, there was some sort of story that came behind that, that I needed to get there. And I kept feeling I needed to get there. And when I got there, I, I've, I never been to the, to the shrine myself. I and mean, this is the one shrine in Philadelphia I'd never been to. <laughs> yeah. And when I get there, I, I, it, they're doing some sort of ribbon cutting for this new, ro- new rosary walk they're doing. So the worst day to go when there's like nowhere to park Seriously? and I pull in and I say, please, God, just give me a parking spot. Just give me a parking spot. Do you know, I pull in, I park right in front of Mary. There's one spot. Yeah. It, it wasn't a handicap spot. So I didn't use the blue tag, but it was just, I didn't even have the blue tag yet. Cause dad was still in there. He was still living in rehab. He was in inpatient rehab, Yeah, but it just kind of interesting how that all panned out that, you know, here we are on a Marian, you know, it was, it's not a feast day, but a Marian, you know, tribute day to me the year before. Yeah. And I think has something to do with the day the, the miraculous metal shrine was some date with that. So we'll post a little bit about that. shrine yeah, too. Yeah, we will. Oh gosh. I swear we need to do like follow episodes on like every follow-up episodes on every saint that we mentioned in this podcast, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of here now podcast. It's almost November, so happy Halloween until then, and we will see you back next week on All Saints Day. Bye. Bye, guys.